Hi guys, welcome back to the Daily Dose of A. I have two very special guests here with us today, Patrick and Megan. They're two of my closest friends in London. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Okay, uh, hi, I'm Megan. I'm a first year studying Interaction Design Arts at UAL and I'm from Singapore. Hi, I'm Patrick. I'm a first year psych student at King's College London. I'm from Malaysia. Do you want to share some fun facts about you guys? So I didn't know if this was a fun fact. Apparently it is, according to Patrick and Anya. <laughs> I never had Pepsi or 7-Up, so... That's very cute. I think my fun fact is that I enjoy having weird food combinations and that includes ketchup on sandwich and pineapple on pizza. Okay, pineapple on pizza is good though. It is very yeah. good. I don't agree with that statement. <laughs> Anyways, today's episode is all about university accommodation. University is the beginning of a new chapter. It's a whole new transition process and it can be really daunting, especially finding the perfect university, the perfect accommodation. And I think apart from your universities, your accommodation is probably where you're going to spend your most time. And it is extremely important to select the perfect accommodation. Um, so we have three segments. The first one is finding your accommodation. The second one is moving and settling in. And the third one is having a good social life. So a little disclaimer here is that we're all studying in UK. So these tips kind of might be specific only to UK. But I'm sure you all can take away a little bit from it. Um, so let's start by explaining our room arrangements. Mm. Um, so we all live in an accommodation called Scape. Um, it's in Canada Water. And we have ensuite rooms, which basically means you have your own room and bathroom, but you share your flat kitchen with um, eight to ten people. And um, so I wanted to know from you guys, what was the first thing um, that you thought was important in terms of, did you look at the distance um, from your uni? Did you look at the price of the accommodation? What was the first thing that like caught your eye about uh, accommodations? Mm. I mean, I think before moving to London, the first thing that caught my eye was the rent. Yeah. But then, like, I realised that I had to take into account location as well because um, transport accounts for cost, right? Yeah. So I would, like, put into Google Maps the location of my uni and then the location... How far of, it was yeah, from... Yeah. yeah, I did that as well. Yeah. What about you? Personally, it's not really, like whether it's distance or price, because um, when I booked Scape, I booked it like fairly late in August, one month before <laughs> I was about to move in, so there weren't that many options left. And Scape, to be fair, was like one of the cheapest ones left, and it was yeah. still like within like bearable distance from yeah. the uni, so mm, yeah. Fair. yeah. So that's how you all went about like choosing your accommodations. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. like on that note, a very important thing is to like start looking early. Yeah, I think even I started yeah. looking really late compared yeah. to like <laughs> other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you were to pick an accommodation, what would you do differently? Or like what is some advice you would give someone who's never booked a uni accommodation before? I mean, if you're in the country, it's good if you can like book a viewing of the place. Yeah, because definitely. Like, it's going to be different from the pictures. Yeah. I think for Scape, it was okay because it's such a new place, yeah. right? But, like, my friends from other unis, like, the pictures were taken, like, a while back. So, it yeah. didn't really match. Yeah. Like, yeah. it looked different. Yeah. Okay. 
Mm, yeah, I would say something along those lines as well. Cause like, for example, I'm from Kings. They have like an entire list of Kings accommodation that you can look at. And there was this one called Great Dover Street, with which everyone lives at. It looks great, but when I actually look at it, like when my go to when I go to my friend's flat, it looks really bad. It looks really old and like run down in a sense. Mm, so yeah. So definitely book a viewing if you yeah. can. Did you guys do online viewings of the place before you moved in? Because I remember doing it and the manager showed me like the entire flat layout. And it was pretty similar when I came in. I, I had like an idea of how much storage I have and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't do a online one, but when I was looking for flats, like for next year, I did have an yeah. in-person, which yeah. was pretty helpful. Mm. Especially since you actually have to travel to the place. Yeah, you like, know exactly where. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think on that note, the area of where your accommodation is, I feel like a lot of people don't take that into consideration. Mm. The vibes. Yeah, like a lot of places in London are so unsafe to stay in and it's important that you check all of that. Mm. But to someone who's new to London, it would be very hard to say. Because like if Mm. I had to book uh, uh, accommodation in like Bermondsey now, I would probably, (laughs) I would have done it before, but Mm. I wouldn't know. It's not the safest area. I think it's probably a good idea to like, either talk to someone who stays in the accommodation mm-hmm. or like yeah. go on Google reviews, mm. hear from people who are like current tenants because yeah. it's mm. easier to get an experience. Yeah. yeah. Especially like things like Tesco and Sainsbury as well. That was like one thing I never considered before I booked Scape. And I only realized like how convenient Scape is because we have a Tesco like a 10 minute walk away and I don't yeah. think a lot of other accommodations have that. So yeah. <laughs> Um, this feels like the ad for skip. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, good. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. What are some challenges you did not expect while picking your accommodation? Um, like, did you have any challenges? How fast it sells out. That's mm, true. Oh my God. This economy. Literally, yeah. This year, it's so it's almost like selling out, and it's yeah. barely even like. June. That's true. Yeah. I think, I don't even know how I got an accommodation. <laughs> like, thinking that I booked it so late now. Mm. Honestly, right, when we booked Skate, when I booked Skate, it was kind of shady because there were, like, no actual pictures of Oh, wait, that is true. Cause yeah, because like, it was so under, new. Under construction and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my mom was like, are you getting scammed? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so those are a few tips we have on picking your accommodation. Now let's move into the second segment, which is moving in day. Moving in day was probably like the most stressful. I remember falling sick right after because it was just so much happening when I moved to London. I was, um, I was really sick after, and then the fire alarm went off. Oh god! Yeah. Mm, and yeah. So, anyways, what are some things you would say people should keep in mind during moving in day? Um, I would say if you have friends in London or if you're com- if you're coming alone. Like, definitely, like, go to your accommodation and move in with, like, you know, get someone to help you up with your luggage and stuff like that. Yeah. Just so you're not, like, too overwhelmed and stressed about stuff. You know, your parents, your friends, or whatever. Yeah. I would also say, like, when you move in, and if you're sharing a kitchen, go to the kitchen and get Mm. your cabinets (laughs) first. Because I remember setting up my room first, and then I did my uh, kitchen. But if I went... Mm. Sooner I would have got more storage. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and what do you think are some things that you brought from your country? So since we're all international students, which um, like which you didn't really need, which you could have easily bought once you came to London, because mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of things that I bought that I could have bought from London instead of bringing it all the way from India. Okay, mm-hmm. to be honest, uh, I didn't really bring that much from Singapore just because I was coming by myself, so I didn't mm-hmm. really want to bring too yeah. much. So mostly I brought like the essentials, which were clothes and like food stuff, like yeah. non-perishables you couldn't get in London as easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you're an international student, yeah, yeah that's mm. important. Mm. And, like, sentimental stuff, like stuffed toys, <laughs> notes, <laughs> photos. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like those things are also really important. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, like, what you don't have to bring, there's a lot of, like, kitchen and bathroom Yeah, stuff, like, I would mm. say I bought some kitchen stuff, which I really didn't need to because it's, it's not that bad to buy it from here and that's it true. saves you on carrying it in your suitcase mm. all the way yeah yeah um actually i kind of disagree with what megan says because like i'd only realized because i br- literally brought like you know soy sauce i even brought like <laughs> rice and stuff all the way from malaysia yeah. only to come to london and find that i can you know get soy sauce yeah. at sainsbury and i can get like rice at tesco mm. and a lot of the clothes at primark are really good as well yeah their towels their bed sheets and pillows and all that yeah. they don't seem mm. too bad but i brought like bed sheets and a lot of towels so i think that took up a lot of luggage space so yeah mm. maybe not the next yeah season. yeah i think a good thing about london specifically right is that there's so many asians at least for us specifically yeah right? there's mm. so many asians that you have a lot of... I feel like, yeah, if you go to maybe a smaller place, mm-hmm. you would need to bring more food yeah, than someone coming to a big city. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's something to keep in mind. Like, check mm. if you have local stores that you can buy mm. food that yeah. you... Mm. Yeah. Um, do you have any tips on setting up, like, your room, your common spaces, your kitchen cabinets? Any tips on, like, how you can utilize the space because we don't get like that much space especially in our common spaces invest in organizer ah uh, yeah <laughs> i think that's helpful yeah like baskets or bins that you can like put stuff yeah. in i can't really give tips on this because i just true. throw He's... everything around so <laughs> My He's also taken in like, almost all of our kitchen yeah, storage. That is true. <laughs> so maybe he's not the best person to give tips on this. Anyway, that's our little segment on how to make moving in day less stressful. And let's go to I think social life. So I think your social life could experience like could change your whole experience on how you live in a student accommodation. Because I know a lot of people who don't have good friends in their accommodation and they hate there's room accommodation just mm-hmm. based on that, but they don't really realize it because it's so important to have good friends. So what are some tips you would say to like advice on how to have a good social life in accommodations? How do you like make new friends, approach new people? Mm, I mean, for our accommodation, they have like events yeah. and stuff, right? Like they organize events where people go to the common areas to mingle. So yeah. that's a good thing. Like, mm. if you pick accommodation that does that, which yeah. I think quite a lot of them do. Do, yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I made, like, quite a few friends through events. Um, also, like, flat parties. <laughs> <laughs> Party. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, yeah. And do you guys get along with your flatmates? Well, I can't really <laughs> say I get along with like some of my flatmates, you know. Um, um, some of them are not really the nicest people excuse on the planet. Me? <laughs> All jokes aside, I think my, I kind of like, I was kind of lucky with my flatmates this year because compared to like, you know, I think Megan and some of my uh. other flatmates, <laughs> not some of my, some of my other friends, I mean, our yeah. flatmates are not really the nicest people and are not really that pleasant to ha- live with. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. Like, both Patrick and Anani have seen my flat kitchen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's and absolutely disgusting. Yeah, so I think it's a matter of luck because you don't know who your mm. flatmates are. Uh, but what would you say, like, in case there's a situation where people aren't getting along, how do you think you should deal with that? Okay, I feel like for my case, it's not that my flatmates are, like, bad or mean or anything right yeah. it's more like the living habits yeah i'm not to the standard of, of yours yeah i'm mm. used to yeah so like i feel like it's important to right at the beginning before anything else happens establish a system mm. where it works for everybody and it's also like you can keep each other accountable for cleaning like yeah. have a chart yeah or have a penalty system yeah mm. yeah and i think for a while like my flat didn't really have that mm. yeah so that's why it was difficult to keep track of like who was taking out the trash mm. and like who was leaving all these dishes behind yeah. who was not cleaning the counters yeah. so like um yeah that's one thing i think yeah. is important i think what our flat did well this year was when we moved in, right after we moved in, none of us really knew each other well, but we had like a mm. meeting <laughs> and that was where we met everyone and also established like how people are going to take our trash, how mm. we're going to clean the kitchen, split like the responsibilities. So I feel like that's one of the reasons why we got along is because we had that foundation mm. of like we met each other, we established rules in the beginning. So we didn't come to a point where we were bitter with each other. And I feel mm. like once you reach that point, it's hard to like... Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, and also having like little activities that your flatmates can do together. I feel like that's a good bonding activity. Because a lot of times people just stay in their rooms and just go to the kitchen to cook. Mm. Um, but if you have like a little activity that you plan with your whole flat, then Mm-mm-mm. it would help. Yeah, I think, like, cooking together is yeah. a really good thing because yeah. you live together anyways. So. Yeah, and you're already cooking, so yeah. why not, like, cook together? That's true. Um, yeah. So that is it for our advice on university accommodations. I hope you guys had fun. See you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>